टूडे वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू है प्रभु फ्रॉम मुंबई इंडिया तो प्रभु जी प्लीज टेक ओवर द कॉल नाउ हरे कृष्णा Hare Krishna. First of all, uh, please excuse me for joining in late. Uh, I had a technical snag at my end, so I have to restart the whole setup here. So got late. Sorry for that. So it's very happy to be back with you all. Uh, you know, couldn't connect in the month of July. Um, hope uh, everybody's Purushottama month uh, Vrata uh, was great, and I'm sure uh, all of you would have been uh, busy. Uh, doing your devotional service in a much more enthusiastic manner, and I'm very happy that this service you're all doing on a very regular basis, and uh, you know for a long, long time. So it's definitely a you know a good kudos to the entire team. So before we start, we'll chant our invocation prayers. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम जरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर अष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी सो रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवत कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर नाइन टेक्स्ट नंबर थर्टी सेवन the chapter title appearance of the demon vritrasura samavishamamatinam matamanusarasi ketarajjukandaham sarpadidhyam Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation: A rope causes fear for a bewildered person who considers it a snake, but not for a person with proper intelligence who knows it to be only a rope. Similarly, you, as the super soul in everyone's heart, inspire fear or fearlessness. according to one's intelligence but in you there is no duality purport in bhagavad gita 4.11 the lord says ye yatam mam prapadyante tam stataiva bajamyaham as one surrenders unto me i reward him accordingly the supreme personality of god is the reservoir of everything including all knowledge all truth and all contradictions the example cited herein is very appropriate a rope is one truth but some mistake it for a snake whereas others know it to be a rope similarly devotees who know the supreme personality of god do not see contradictions in him but non devotees regard him as the snake like source of all fear for example when narsimha deva appeared pralad maharaj saw the lord as the supreme solace whereas his father a demon saw him as the ultimate death as said in shrimad bhagavatam 11.2.37 bayam dvitiya bi neveshatah syat fear results from being absorbed in duality 
where one is a knowledge of duality, one knows both fear and bliss. The same Supreme Lord is a source of bliss to devotees and fear to non-devotees who have a poor fund of knowledge. God is one, but people understand the absolute truth from different angles of vision. The unintelligent see contradictions in him, but sober devotees find no contradictions. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Venam Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaham Namaham Vishnu Padayam Krishna Preshtaya Bhutalim Srimate Bhakti Vedhanta Swamin Nitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Kauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadar Shiva Sadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So this is very important series in Srimad Bhagavatam. The series of Vritrasura is something uh, is very uh, uh, famous, important, as well as uh, this is uh, a very important eye-opener series for practicing devotees. The reason being, there are so many lessons from this Ratrasura series, one can learn. Uh, I'm sure uh, all the speakers in the past would have churned several nectars in the due course of discussing this. In our congregation, uh, we did this uh, Ratrasura series uh, for at least more than uh, uh, 75, 80 sessions almost uh, maybe 100 sessions uh, we had done uh, over this. Each of uh, the sessions of uh, Vritrasura's pastime has got a direct connect with the practicing devotee because it has all started with Indra's uh, carelessness. And eventually, the lesson uh, by Vritrasura's uh, creation appearance as well as his fight with Indra you know, concludes a very... Uh, significant set of learnings for practicing devotee. So in this chapter, when um, uh, Vratrasura is appearing, so his appearance is very glorious. Vashta um, performed a sacrifice to kill uh, uh, Indra and eventually begot Vratrasura. Uh, so let us get to the current context of this, uh, you know, particular shloka and we will uh, churn this because whatever we are, you know, hearing, they are all uh, spoken by the demigods. So, the concept of duality and associated fear that is spoken in this particular shloka is very significant and it is very... Uh, um, very important for us to take a note of. 
with respect to the concept of duality in this material world if there is anything that sways us from one extreme to another extreme and makes us completely agitated is about this concept of duality there are many many differences between a self realized soul and a conditioned soul one of the fundamental differences one of the fundamental difference between a self realized soul and a conditioned soul is the conditioned soul is affected by duality and the self realized soul is not affected by duality and this is very nicely explained in uh, ramayan so a very famous situation in uh, ramayan where lord ram was called by maharaj dasaratha and he declared to all his ministers and assembly men that his son lord ram will be coronated at the as a successor hire and little later this whole scenario got changed because of mantara's intervention with kaikeyi and kaikeyi's request or boon that she had uh, asked from dasaratha made uh, the entire scene topsy turvy valmiki rishi explains at that point in time that when rama's coronation news was revealed the kind of facial, facial expression body language and uh, you know the kind of uh, uh, response that lord ram gave and when he was asked to go to the forest and let bharata take over the you know ruling the kind of response that lord ram gave it was so Uh, you know equipoised he was he was never overjoyed because of a happy news and he was never over upset or over distressed because of the news of him being sent to the forest so this is not something that we can artificially uh, impose it upon ourselves but for sure we can keep checking within ourselves in terms of our progress in devotional life how am i responding to dualities so we will churn this current context through some sets of reflections as we have always been doing so the very first uh, you know reflections or response to this uh, current context is about the lord's reciprocation according to one's consciousness many a times we think that we have been given an injustice there have been an injustice upon me there have been some things that have not i have not been dealt uh, as i am supposed to have been dealt every time when some good things are happening to us we are okay but every time when something is not good happening we immediately get into the zone of comparative analysis 
as well as trying to see who is to be blamed for my current situation. To clarify that stand, Krishna explained to Arjuna very clearly that what you sow, so shall you reap. So, eyatam maam prapadyante tams tataiva bajamyaham. God help those who help themselves. So, this particular reflection, I would like to, you know, churn it with a very fundamental point that our Krishna consciousness journey, as much as it is important for us to know the Supreme Lord, it is important for us to know who we are. The more a person is self-aware about himself, the person will be able to take advantage of the spiritual knowledge coming his way. If somebody is self-ignorant about himself and if he is having theoretical knowledge about the Supreme Lord, it is going to have a kind of a, a mismatch or a contradictory situation because he did not know who he is he did not know his relationship with the Supreme Lord. He did not know his interrelationship with all the uh, sense objects around it and where they whom and where and whom it belongs to. So it will be very challenging and will only be superficially that somebody will be understanding spirituality. So that is why the Vedic aphorism, the very first aphorism says, Atato. Brahma Jignasa. It means please have a clear cut understanding of knowing who you are. And this is sometimes overlooked as somebody being self centered. There is a difference between self centered and self awareness. Self centered being that every aspect, every process, every path, and every decision. You think in your own favor. But self-aware is knowing where my consciousness is, where my likings are, where my dislikings are, where my weaknesses, where my strengths are, where I am confident, where I am not confident, what I am clear, what I am not clear. So knowing these things, with this understanding, approaching a transcendental science, you will be able to appreciate, you will be able to embrace a concept of spirituality in a much better manner. So hence, in our journey to Krishna consciousness, we need to give equal importance in knowing about us. When knowing about us, it is to be divided into four layers. Knowing about us in terms of our bodily functions and our weaknesses towards the senses. Knowing about where our mind swings in terms of its weaknesses, knowing about us in terms of what part of you know my intelligence is when I say what part, how intellectually I am you know uh, controlled or how intellectually I am enabled, and last but not least, what is my inner core intention and attitude. So many a times we may have very superficial understanding about us. And if I can say this, 
many people around the world do not have interest in understanding themselves because they have so much confidence about themselves that what i like what i want is what it is correct if i like and what i want is all it is to be done then it will be always my choice what i choose is what is what i want is all what it is correct so that understanding is a complete uh, uh, aberrated understanding and it will cause uh, a lot of confusion and it will cause a lot of uh, uh, so called uh, superficiality and also hypocrisy in a person so my first reflection i would like to you know uh, draw a very important learning a very important uh, you know aspect of it is that each and every practicing devotee need to have a, a self awareness within himself which means he should be completely clear about his bodily function his mental ability versus weaknesses his intellectual ability versus weaknesses and his intentions and underlying attitude as much as these all four layers are pure that much we will get reciprocation from the lord it is but obvious because if a person who is not fully clean who is not fully pure in his state of consciousness if what if he is exposed to sudden you know aspect of devotional life which is meant for pure and clean devotee maybe we will not be able to assimilate and process them so hence krishna is very uh, very openly as well as without any um, without any partiality he has very clearly mentioned ye atam maam prapadyante tam stataiva bajamiham so number one reflection from this particular class in this particular purport is about that we has a practicing devotee should be self aware should be knowing about our psychophysical nature if we can't figure it figure it out ourselves we better try to take necessary help so this leads to a very important concept called hgi which means honest guided introspection if a person is not introspecting we will never be able to measure if we are growing and if a person is not getting guidance his introspection will be incomplete if a person is not being honest in his introspection he is only cheating himself so that is why the self awareness agenda the self reliant or self uh, uh, understanding agenda can be you know uh, elaborated with this formula of honest guided introspection i am supposed to be honest in my endeavors in my thinking willing feeling and that honesty need to be supported by an able guidance and with that guidance i am supposed to be introspecting so the onus of self awareness still is lying with me just that i need to be given i need to take some guidance 
I need to have some support system to ratify, validate if I am thinking in the right direction. If you all analyze every sportsman, how much ever successful, able that sports person is, he still need a coach. The idea of the concept of coach, it's like you know, so many players, whether you take cricket, tennis, football, hockey, volleyball, whatever that is, there is always a coach. The concept of coach is that you can't coach yourself. You might need an external person to always regulate your life and routine and fitness and uh, you know uh, compliances or governances. So in our devotional life also, it is always that a person individually have to have a person whom he look up to, who with whom he can have an open, frank, heart-to-heart -heart conversation for knowing oneself much, much better. The, the more one is self-aware, the more one is able to learn things faster. And in case of Arjuna, it is very well, you know, uh, visible and clear that Arjuna had a desire, but he was aware that there is something wrong. He wasn't sure what is wrong. He wasn't fully illuminated with all the necessary knowledge, but he was sure there is something wrong. Paramatma helps from within to help us to take our desire to an action. Paramatma sanctions our desire. And Paramatma also says, Upadrishta Anumantacha Varta Bhokta Maheshwaraha. So he helps us in comprehending, helps us in understanding. He is helping us in fulfilling our desires. So it is our duty to make sure that we very closely listen to our you know, uh, introspective thoughts. So we need to talk within ourselves, talk to ourselves. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj says this. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj says, Every practicing devotee, every practicing, uh, you know, preacher, they need to lock themselves up in a room, stand in front of a mirror, speak to oneself, preach to oneself, and then they have to go out and preach. Yesterday evening, we were reading Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Leela, chapter 9, text number 42. Etavat Janmasapalyam. Dehinam ihadehishu pranair artair diyavacha shreyat acharanam sada. In that purport, Shla Prabhupada writes the difference between shreyas, which is ultimately beneficial activity, versus prayas, which is immediately beneficial activity. And whilst describing that, Prabhupada writes a very powerful, profound statement. He writes that how it is important for a practicing devotee to make sure he knows himself, he knows God, he knows interrelationship between you know different uh, created beings and he also writes the point that one needs to work for one's own shreyas, one's own long-term, you know, uh, situated in long-term being situated in devotional life before providing that to others. 
So I would like to conclude my first reflection in saying this, that in the process of Krishna consciousness, one need to be self-aware. Self-awareness is possible by self-introspection. Self-introspection is possible by honest, guided association. And the net result is that one need to have purity in bodily level, mental level, intellectual level, as well as in its intentions and attitude level. As much as we are pure, that much the Lord will reciprocate. This is the first reflection from this current context. The second reflection is regarding the aspect of, uh, you know, uh, apparent contradiction in the Lord's behavior or anything to be done in association with the Supreme Lord. Many a times, I have in my, you know, last 34 years of practicing Krishna consciousness, I've come across situations, purports, you know, scenarios where we see a, a seeming contradiction. But when I have approached uh, senior devotees, they have always clarified how they are not necessarily a contradictions. They are apparently two parallel truths. So, and Prabhupada is giving a fantastic example here about, uh, you know, how two truths can simultaneously exist in terms of, a, a, you know, a, a practicing devotee's perspective. So, he is saying, the example of Prahlad Maharaj versus Hiranyakashipu. Narsingadev, being the same person, for one, he is beloved, for another, he is death personified. Prabhupada gives us another, another example about a cat carrying a kitten in his claws and a cat carrying a rat in his claws. When the kitten is being carried, the kitten feels a very cozy, very, you know, comfortable, very loving, very, uh, uh, you know, safe situation. Whereas the rat, which is, you know, going to go around with the cat in the claws, being held in the claws, will always be, uh, you know, uh, uh, fearing for death. So, uh, my second reflection here is that with respect to the Supreme Lord, one of the characteristics of the Supreme Lord in terms of, uh, you know, uh, he is not understandable by materialistic person. I mean, there are several glories and characteristics, but materialistic person can't understand him. For example, he sing, Ito Narshingha, Parato Narshingha, Eto Yato Yami Tato Narshingha. So, the song is, Narshingadev is here, Narshingadev is there. Wherever you see, you can see Narshingadev. We know from the past time that Prahlad Maharaj could see this in reality. But Hiranyakashipu couldn't comprehend this. And Hiranyakashipu, because he was so confident that Prahlad Maharaj was blabbering, he wanted to prove how he was right. And eventually, by the blessings of Narsingadev, he was proven wrong. So, my second reflection is about this seemingly apparent contradictions. This seemingly apparent contradictions in devotional life is actually not existing. The Lord being Rasaraj, the Lord being reciprocative according to our 
you know uh, according to our love and desire so it is only because of our own reasons our own conditioning our own positioning the different perspectives are coming up otherwise the lord is supremely independent and he is transcendently situated and there is no contradictions there can be simultaneously uh, you know uh, multiple scenarios can be possible with the same situation <laughs> and proper rights here that the supreme personality of god is a reservoir of everything including all knowledge all truth and contradict all contradictions so these contradictions the lord introduce not for devotee sake it is for eliminating identifying classifying miscreants miscreants looking at the you know contradictions they stay away from the lord and that way the lord wants to have his own fun with his dear devotees so my second reflection that i want to uh, register here is that in the process of practicing krishna consciousness one when he comes across anything that is seemingly contradicting let us not doubt the lord's uh, leela not doubt the acharya's you know descriptions many a times even viswanatha chakravarti takura shridhara swami they have uh, two contradicting opinions uh, in certain certain uh, philosophical context so it is absolutely okay to have variegatedness it is absolutely okay to have a diverse understanding it is absolutely okay to have uh, seemingly contradicting uh, understanding so long as so long as the ultimate purpose is to please the lord serve the lord and glorify the lord if you see between visishtadvaita dvaitadvaita you know dvaita visishtadvaita and uh, all the three categories of uh, vaishnava philosophy uh, there are seemingly some uh, philosophical uh, deviations they may not agree agree exactly the same way as the other one but they all agree on how advaita so that is why advaita vada is one side and dvaita visishta advaita shuddha advaita they are on other side so uh, the idea is that these three they have lot of commonalities what is the commonality how the supreme lord the supreme personality of godhead and he is a person and with whom we can have loving exchanges and jeevatma and paramatma and their interrelationship they are defined so my second reflections i want to say here is that apparent contradictions are a part of uh, the lord's natural manifested leela because even we are contradicting because in our own natural life our general life we are not always a very easy straightforward person in general for somebody some of our behavior will be contradicting for somebody our behavior will be slightly different so this nature proper explains in 15th chapter of bhagavad gita that all the qualities that you are experiencing in this material world they are perverted reflections of all the qualities that you happen to see the supreme lord in the spiritual abode so if any contradictions that are existing in this world it is also a perverted reflection of the supreme lord's nature in a spiritual world so unfortunately people with poor fund of knowledge they classify 
contradictions as bad. But a self-realized soul does not see contradictions as bad, especially in, with respect to the Supreme Lord's uh, associated behavior. They, they see contradictions as two different rasas, two different perspectives, two different, uh, you know, a scenario. Even in, you know, a spe specific loving relationship with the Lord, there will be contradicting behavior. Anuman cannot assimilate what gopis do. Gopis will not be able to assimilate what, uh, you know, Yashodamaya is doing. So, amongst the transcendental loving relationships also, there is a clear-cut variations in how they relate and exchanges. So, hence, the fundamental point with, with associated uh, in connection to this contradiction is that once we have love for the Supreme Lord, once we have a thorough understanding that Supreme Lord is our master, Supreme Lord is our you know benefactor, then what happens is that uh, there is all these contradictions are seen as different uh, uh, expression of love of the Lord, different reciprocations of the Lord, and it is not seen as uh, a mistake of the Lord, or it is not seen as uh, apparent uh, uh, shortcoming of the Lord. So hence my second reflection is about how when we learn to love the Lord, when we learn to uh, understand the transcendental position of the Lord, there is nothing called as uh, you know contradiction. It is simply that we glorify, enjoy and appreciate and participate in the service of the Lord. The third reflection is about the aspect of uh, fear versus fearlessness. So, one of the, uh, another symptom of a self-realized soul, we already discussed one symptom is non-duality. So, another symptom of a, a self-realized soul versus conditioned soul is about what you fear and what you not fear. So, in this connection, I had earlier mentioned in one of the classes, in this forum only, is about a self-realized devotee also fears. But what he fears for is different from what a conditioned devotee, a conditioned person fears. So we have two charts. Chart one <clears throat> is what does a devotee fear for and what does a devotee not fear for. And knowing this, the converse of this is true in ca case of conditioned soul. So, a self-realized soul, number one, he fears for maya and non-devotee association. Number two, he fears for aparada. Third, he fears for wasting his time in unnecessarily worldly activities and hence he wants to make sure that every uh, you know, possible moment of time be utilized in Krishna's service. So this is a genuine fear. If at all anyone has doubted their fear, if, there, if at all anyone has doubted their uh, you know, understanding towards spirituality, they better fear for apara. They better fear for non-devotees, association and, uh, you know, Prabhupada says, Prabhupada prays, my dear Lord, please pray, please Help me to save myself from this worldly association from Maya. So, idea is that 
this fear, fear of fire, is not seen as stupidity or cowardice. The fear of fire is considered as intelligence because I very well know the nature of fire and I have an arm's length distance, you know, from that situation. So from that standpoint, it is important to note that a devotee needs to fear or do fear for these three things. He does not want... Bhaktivinoda Thakur writes in Chaitanya Sikshamrita, he, he writes that one of the characteristics of a self-realized soul, a person who is situated in the stage of bhava, is that, he says, he is hours to waste in time. He is very much afraid that his time will be waste, wasted. Haridas Thakur and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when they were conversing, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is talking to Haridas Thakur. You know, at that time, Haridas Thakur is responding, saying that, my dear Mahaprabhu, my only fear is that I will not be able to finish my daily rounds. He's been already chanting <clears throat> 192 rounds every day. So he's saying, my only fear, Mahaprabhu is saying that, my dear Haridas, your body is not you know, in a good shape. Please look after yourself. And Haridas Thakur is saying that, uh, you know, my only fear is that I will not be able to finish my rounds. So it's very much uh, a word of... So the when Prabhupada says, uh, fear results from being absorbed in duality. And he writes, when one is in knowledge of duality, one knows both fear and bliss. So today, in our materialistic uh, scenario, we inter-exchange, we exchange bliss for fear and fear for bliss. So what we are supposed to be fearing for, we are enjoying. And what we are supposed to be enjoying for, we are, uh, you know, fearing. So these are the three things where a self-realized soul is afraid about. And there are three things a self-realized soul is not afraid about. Number one, <clears throat> he is not af afraid about speaking, glorifying, appreciating about the Supreme Lord, you know, in terms of presenting his spiritual understanding. Number two, a self-realized soul is never afraid of relinquishing or giving up some of his desires and attachment if it is against you know spirituality i mean if it is detrimental to spiritual growth so a self-realized soul uh, a proper devotee is not afraid not uh, you know worried he says even whether it's krishna versus my sense gratification he always swings towards krishna and last but not least uh, a self-realized self devotee is never afraid of being principled because many a times we compromise our principles because of social name, fame, and uh, dignity or you know uh, or prestige. So in in terms of principle versus prestige, the self-realized soul will be very well sticking to a principled life versus anything to do with uh, you know fame, name, followers, and things like that. So my third reflection in this current context is about how in a practicing devotee's life, one need to learn to fear for certain things and at least learn to not to fear for certain things knowing that ultimately we have Krishna's hand upon our head and Krishna is available for us and under his care there is nothing for us to lose. That is what Prabhupada is you know, writing here. The same, supreme, the same Supreme Lord is a source of bliss to devotees and fear of fear to non-devotees who have poor fund of knowledge. God is one but people understand the absolute truth from different angles of vision. 
The unintelligent sees contradictions in him, but sober devotees find no contradictions. So I would like to end this discussion by saying that we as a practicing devotee, it is in our hands. How do we shape up our devotional life? And once we take it up in our hand, we have several supporting systems available to translate them into reality. If we don't take things in our hand, if we don't own this up in our hand, if we don't try to subscribe it to ourselves, we will not be able to blame anyone else for not getting necessary results. You cannot say that I have been practicing Krishna consciousness for the past so many years, but nobody taught me this. Nobody said this to me. Nobody involved me in this. You cannot blame them. So it is up to us. It is onus of holding things within us. Is uh, a fundamental nature of a as practicing devotee. So to summarize our understanding in our current context of appearance of Vritrasura, we discussed about uh, three sets of reflections. The first set of reflection we discussed is about, about the aspect of self-awareness. Uh, uh, how one should be self-aware and knowing who am I at all level, at bodily level, mental level, intellectual level, as well as at the soul and attitude and, you know, um, um, our intentions level. And for that, we discussed that how we need to have a honest, guided introspection. And uh, it is important for us in our practicing stage that we always have someone to look up to who will help us, guide us through these stages of, uh, you know, progressive path of Krishna consciousness. The second aspect of uh, our uh, reflection that we discussed is how in our uh, devotional journey, you know, as uh, Prabhupada explains, the contradictions in the Supreme Lord is seen. So typically there is no contradictions in the Supreme Lord, but it is seen because of our shortcoming. And a devotee, because of his love, attachment, and understanding the Lord's greatness, he will be, he will be able to appreciate the seemingly contradicting scenario in the Lord. And these contradictions the Lord introduced because of... Uh, uh, you know, classifying devotees and keeping aside the demoniac people. The demons will never be able to appreciate and that is because of their <clears throat> being uh, self-centered. The third aspect of our reflection we discussed is about fear versus fearlessness and we discussed how uh, uh, self-realized soul fears for Vaishnava Parat, fears for wasting of time, fears for you know, uh, not getting association or not able to, and also fear for non-devotee association. And in case of uh, fearlessness, a devotee is not afraid about uh, speaking about the Supreme Lord. Uh, uh, he is not afraid about presenting Krishna consciousness philosophy to a larger audience. He is not afraid about being principled in his life over uh, name, fame, and the prosperity. And he is definitely... Uh, fearless to be a devotee of the Lord. So, uh, we have a lot more lessons in this series where you all will be uh, learning. But Vritrasura is such a uh, you know personality at the end. Uh, he's telling Indra that uh, by losing the battle, I won in the life. But you, by you winning in the battle, you lost in your life. So, 
Bhritarasura is going to lose to Indra at the point in time when they are going to fight. But he's saying by losing to you, I am actually winning because I am getting the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. And Indra, on the other side, by winning Bhritarasura, he lost a great battle. Because right from the beginning of the series, you know, Indra has been doing one mistake after the other, after the other, after the other. Interestingly, from the first mistake to second mistake, the intensity of mistake was increased. Second to third, it was further increased. So we need to be very, very careful that we should not take things for granted and do devotional life very seriously and focusedly. Thank you very much. Prantraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. If there are any questions, comments, reflections, critics, we can discuss that. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji Tandra Pranav, all grace to Sri Prabhupada. Such a nice class. Uh, your session is so much valued and so much purifying. And you your uh, um, point by point uh, analysis, elucidation makes it so much uh, nice to uh, keep in mind. Like you've reflected on the duality, the duality uh, appearing because of the, the desire uh, of the jiva to enjoy separate from Krishna. And that's why how he suffers uh, the between the two extremes, uh, happiness, distress, um, uh, and uh, all other things. Uh, everything is dual here in the material world. Uh, and then you reflected on the um, on the uh, three reflections. One is uh, AGI, uh, honest guided uh, introspection to where I am and uh, needs to uh, introspect. Uh, oh, in terms of the qualities as well as uh, where we are in the ladder, bhakti ladder, where we are, uh, and then uh, to uh, resolve the apparent duality, I'm sorry, uh, apparent contradictions uh, with the uh, ultimate resolution that we are, uh, our, we are a part and parcel of Krishna. Our uh, job is to uh, um, is to uh, make Krishna pleased uh, with whatever situation we are in or whatever rasa. We, we have acquired because I mean we have five uh, so uh, those all those things resolved at that level and the third thing is about bhaya and abhaya yeah the, I remember there is a nice uh, bhajan by going to the ashram so when you somebody is holding on to the lotus feet of the lord so all the uh, bhaya is gone uh, because the lord is the uh, he is the operator, controller, enjoy everything belongs to Krishna. I am just a servant. Uh, my job is to, uh, whatever you have given me, oh my Lord, I I want to use it now or wherever. Whenever you are, I will be. So he doesn't fear about death. So it is, uh, that is the biggest bhai, biggest fear of the materialistic, materialistic people. You lose everything. Uh, so, whereas uh, uh, for the devotees, it is like, uh, so Krishna is the uh, is the samudharta is the udharak of us uh, from the uh, cycle of I mean birth and death. So that's a uh, that, that gives so much of uh, so much of uh, fearlessness. And of course, uh, yeah, the fear is there in terms of this uh, aparad um, um, uh, uh, about uh, material association and falling into material association. Uh, is uh, correct, and uh, like I like, uh, and I was also thinking like uh, in terms of the Satoguna, uh, uh, Krishna says, uh, 
प्रवृत्तिम च निवृत्तिम च कार्य अकार्य भय अभय मंधम मोक्षम चौदि बुद्धि सपाट सात्विकी सो द the anybody who is in knowledge who knows uh, in satagut he knows and uh, the um uh, what is to be done what is not to be, what is to be feared what is not to be feared so that was uh, uh, like uh, yeah so when uh, also krishna says neha vikramana sti pratvani salpa so the fear salpa uh, sadharma so the fear of this uh, of of the devotee is uh, whether to he will be getting a, a i mean uh, he will going back to vaikuntha or again take another okay very advanced devotee may, may not be bothered about that also but uh, for the regular devotee uh, whether he will be going back to vaikuntha um uh, but the materialists are fearing about that fear is the very very uh, important thing that one somebody has one over the fear uh, much he is much advanced in his uh, uh, in sadhana so that is very nice uh, thank you prabhu it's a very nice was nice explained and uh, nicely articulated into so many points very nice to carry for, carry home thank you thank you so much always prabhu any other thoughts comments reflections thank you prabhu ji for wonderful nectar today hare krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu Ji, Madanat Pranam to you, Shiprapat ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. I just wanted to add what Partha Prabhu said, like sometimes what happens in the material world, no, like when there is some kind of a um, scariness about, you know, somebody um, kind of, uh, you know, in a situation where they could die or something. I think the more fear, fear is more because of that person giving them service. It is not like, you know, uh, the materialistic people don't take it like, uh, uh, you know, that so-and-so is like a devotee or the husband is thinking about the wife as a Krishna's uh, uh, this thing. They take it more like, uh, this person was serving my wife or serving me like this. If she passes away, anything happens, then, you know, who will serve me? Everybody is like selfishly looking at that point of view. That creates like fear, uh, you know, of death because they are so... um complacent with their situations right prabhuji do you have something to say on this point basically uh, you know uh, krishna explains in uh, uh, the uh, third chapter that ahankara removed atma kartaham iti manyate the moment you get into fear then you are always uh, being attached to know that you are the doer so if you eliminate yourself that uh, knowing that you are not a doer you are just a instrument in the hands of the lord then uh, you know uh, naturally you will be you will be aligning yourself from the lord's perspective than an individual perspective if i am considering myself as a doer then i will always uh, write it on saying that what i like what i don't like how much i wish to do how much i don't wish to and i have all those uh, you know riders uh, you know underlined so 
it is important to relinquish the part of saying that I am the doer, I am the beneficiary, which is uh, makes us feel uh, uh, much more lighter, easier, and faster in our functioning. Yes, Prabhuji. No, actually, I was mentioning this because I'm in a situation where uh, there's a family where one Mataji, they're they are not following uh, Hare Krishna ISKCON, but she's in a coma situation still. And I had mentioned on the call earlier. And there is uh, like uh, the brain is not making connection, although there is, uh, um, you know, life support is also going on. But the family is... Uh, so we had gone to visit them as a like a distant friend. So the family is like, we can keep her like that only. While being in the coma situation also, we will not let go of life support. There is so much of attachment uh, to family members. Uh, definitely attachment should be there. But, uh, you know, they just don't, nobody wants to let go of their relationships. Uh, at least some families, uh, maybe not in American families, but mostly Indian families, because they just kind of keep on living on hope. And we have to actually hope, our hope should be connected to Krishna. So... Yeah, so in that context, when I was hearing your class and I was in a situation here, I was just trying to make connections. Uh, but also, Prabhuji, you were appreciating a call in the morning, but, you know, our call is like, I would say, <laughs> D-E-A-D, dead without the speakers. So our speakers have to be there. Otherwise, you know, the call is, uh, you'll be just uh, chanting, you know, everyday chant only, not hearing. Because even I heard that uh, hearing class is also like kind of a chanting only. Um Another form of chanting, of course, there's Harinam chanting, there's Japa. So thank you so much for regularly coming and making that happen. So, you know, credit goes to you and all the other speakers who come in, you know, uh, join, take out their time from wherever they are and, you know, join us to make it a success with all of us here. Thank you so much. Please, thank, thank you. Me. Yeah, and your classes are unique because you give points. So sometimes when we are like, we do get busy in the morning, sometimes we have to pack breakfast that... So we, uh, it's not like a flow. So it's like some points are there and we, at least there's some takeaway in the morning, you know, and it refreshes us. Otherwise, mind is like dull in the morning after getting up. Yeah. So thank you so much, Prabhuji. Thank you. Okay. okay. So maybe we can uh, stop this session in case there are no further thoughts, comments.